0: What started off, in feels like the smallest room at YSU has now turned into this. So this is pretty cool. Even online, it's it's wild to me. It's wild. But today, I want to speak to you from um, John chapter 15, starting with the fourth verse. John chapter 15. Starting with the fourth verse. And when you have that, if you could just rest on your feet so we can read the word of God. Anton, if I was at Heavenly Place, we'd all read together. people read slow and I can't do that. I can't do that. Remember, you used to be a kid in church and they would all read together, but not everybody reads at the same pace. So you're getting mad at Leroy in the back like, Leroy, read faster. Read faster. So we're not going to read out loud together. We're just going to read in our spirits together. <laughs> all right. Before I get into this scripture, I want y'all to just hear this. Hear this from my heart. Tonight's word is going to speak to us in three different ways. Not you, us. Somebody say us. Us, online, in the room. The word is going to speak to us in three different ways. And I want us to, to adhere to how it's going to speak to us. It's going to speak, it's going to, speak to us. It's going to speak about us. <laughs> and then it's going to speak for us. It's going to speak to us. It's going to speak about us, and then it's going to speak for us. It's going to speak to us. It's going to feed us. It's going to speak about us, meaning it's going to convict us. It's going to make us change some things in our lives. But then by the time we get done with this word, it's going to speak for us. It's going to speak for us. So the word of God says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Somebody say much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Without me you can do nothing. disciples. Father God, in the name of Jesus tonight, speak to us, speak about us, and then speak for us. In the name of Jesus, let your spirit rest in this house. Let us have hearts to receive and ears to hear. And all the people said amen and amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. All right. Let's 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 get to it. Y'all ready? So, how many of y'all have bought a car he bought a car. God bless you, whether it's a pinto or it's, it's a Honda. who, that Honda spirit is good because they don't break. Um, if you got you an escalade, I don't know why I just said an escalate. I don't know where that came from. Or you got you a Tesla, whatever it is. So we bought a car or did y'all did anybody get like an apartment or a house or anything like that so one of the cool, not cool things, one of the things about being a grown adult <laughs> is there has to be certain proofs of things in order for you to get that thing that, that you are asking for. So if you're signing up to get a car, there has to be proof of this. If you're signing up to, to get a house, there has to be proof of this or whatever it is. But tonight I want to talk about proof of residency. Proof... <laughs> Of residency proof prove it <laughs> I'm a preacher Antoine <laughs> and 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 one of the things I want to talk about proof of residency is and it, it's an address and an important and address is an important identification attribute to verify a person's identity proof of resident residency identity is a very strong thing about your identity so tonight I want to talk about proof of residency y'all ready okay we gonna hop into the speak about you part (laughs) y'all okay okay I want to talk about this from a few different viewpoints proof of residency in this day and age and in this culture it seems like if you put a scripture in your bio (laughs) that must mean you love Jesus it, it, it is it is becoming like like a like a fad i'm a, like it, we are we are saying that since i put this scripture in my bio this is telling people i'm spiritual but often what we find out is that people don't even know the scripture they saying or have not even lived by that scripture Ooh, y'all not ready y'all told me y'all was gonna be good Because the fact of the matter is, we have a lot of people perpetrating Christianity. That's why a lot of people don't want to be Christians or don't want to deal with Christians because so many Christians are saying they are this in their bio, but once you see them in the club, (laughs) toot that thing, (laughs) something different, something is different. There is no proof of residency. There's no proof that this scripture resides in you. There's no proof that this scripture is a part of your daily life because the way that you post, the way that you do this and you do that don't seem like you abiding by psalms, by none of them. So therefore, we have to really take into account proof of residency. Proof of residency. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me and my question is is it in there is that thing you you claiming to be actually inside of you or are you parading it because you want people to believe there's certain attribute about you we have, to ask, we have to ask ourselves this because I want to tell some people just because you buy that Revival t-shirt and you put on that Revival crew neck don't mean Revival is something that you represent <laughs> it does not mean you, you, you actually can apprehend the. you can take the knowledge of yeah I, I support Revival but, but, but when people ask me about what's it mean oh I just bought it online it was a nice bleach shirt we have to get in the mindset of like am i actually this thing or am i perpetrating this thing am i actually a christian am i actually christ-like or am i kind of like my attendance in church i just come every other month or i come on holidays i told you the word is going to talk about us (laughs) is it talking about you Oh, I know it's talking about me. I know y'all quiet. That's okay. I prepared for this part in the sermon. I knew it was going to be like, "Woo." You can hear a rat pee on a I forget what it's called. But anyways, <clears throat> <laughs> another thing that people and this is not a soapbox sermon. This is a conviction sermon. Let's actually, let's look down the list of the things that we may be doing claiming that this is for this, this reason. I'm doing this because it's making me better, but we're not applying what we're looking at. Just because you post Stephen Furtick and Michael Todd in your story and the sermon clips don't mean you are applying it to your life. <laughs> Oh, I got some help in here. Just because you put on the t-shirt, just because you say, oh, I'm watching Ele-, And just because you banging Elevation Worship and banging Donda online, on, in your car saying, it's Jesus music, don't mean you actually living. what you're listening to. And I want to preach about this because we know people who do this and those were the, the people who hurt us the most. The people who claim that they love Jesus, but nothing but venom came out of their mouth when it came to us. We have had people ruin Christianity for us. Am I preaching today? Because we have had people ruin the, the identity of the one true living, breathing God, and because they have ruined it for us, we ourselves are just surface-level Christians. And because we are... We are trying to, we don't have, yeah, we don't have no foundation. We don't have a foundation. Our foundation is built on sand because the person who introduced us to Jesus was built on sand. <laughs> and then we wonder why people are struggling trying to kill themselves, doing all these crazy things, going to get crystals, going to see a psychic, doing all these things because somebody along the road had a sandy foundation when it came to their walk with Jesus. And because of so many people being sandy Christians, that's what I'm going to call them, being sandy Christians, we have very little power in the culture of Christianity. Why, why, Why on earth is there not a lot more preachers that we listen to? Because if there were some other, and please hear me out, because Pastor Lincoln is not even remotely the greatest communicator at all. I am cool, and y'all ain't got to clap, because I know I'm okay. But what I'm trying to tell you is... Don't you think there would be a little bit more power in the earth if if more people were built on the solid foundation of Christianity and not the culture of Christianity, not looking cute, wearing your T-shirt? Yeah, we all got on our cool denim jeans. We all got on Air Force Ones looking fresh. I'm not talking about the way you dress. What's on the inside? Is there proof of the residency of the Holy Spirit in your life or are you just screaming and shouting it when we in the church? Because if you're just screaming and shouting it when you're around other people who may just be pretending as much as you are, we're just another masquerade party. We're not in the house of God. Oh, I'm coming for addresses today. Because the fact of the matter is we have too many sandy Christians. I said this a few weeks ago. We have a lot of spiritual people and not enough spirit-filled people. The difference between being spiritual and spirit-filled is if you are full of the Holy Spirit, you can be led by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, so therefore he was led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you into a place of danger. He may lead you into a place of solitude. He may lead you into a place where he needs you to grow more. He's not going to lead you in a dark place. The Holy Spirit is always going to lead you to a place that makes you better. But if you are just spiritual, you are led by everything that look like a sign. Oh, my aura feel off today. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me preach it. Yeah, I I need to go touch my crystals because I have a positive crystal that makes me feel better, so I'm going to go touch that. But the last time I checked, the Bible says that I won't even let a rock cry out for me. So why would I go have a rock pray for me? This is the reality of where we are. Young adults, grown people. This ain't I know you in YA right now, but I don't just preach to young adults, kids. Also, I preach to everybody. This is for this is for mamas. This is for grandmamas. What happened that we became so sandy? Where's the proof of residency? Where's the proof that you are who you say you are? Now there is a difference. We're not trying to prove to anybody that we are this or we are beyond, that we we belong here. No, I don't have to prove nothing to nobody. (laughs) Because a lot of us struggle with that, that mindset. I have to prove everything to everybody. I have to prove I'm a good business person. I have to prove that I'm a good wife. I have to prove I'm this, that, and the third. No, 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 no. When you get in the lifestyle of proving things to people, you're going to be a very sad person. Because you'll never feel like you have proved You've proved some, but you haven't proved enough. No, they said I wasn't gonna make it in school and you in school, but because you are such a grudgeful person and because what they said to you made you feel malice, made you feel like you weren't worth anything, even by making the goal that they said you would not do is still not enough. So therefore you keep striving for more and more and more and before you know it, you become a person that you never even meant to turn into. It's just the effect of striving for all that stuff because of one sentence and phrase that somebody said to you. People have left the faith because of a phrase that somebody has said to them because they have had on all the chains, all the crosses, all the cross tattoos, but nothing about their life was proof that that's who resided inside of them. They didn't have no love in their hearts. They didn't t- tell you the truth. They didn't they didn't love you through your mistakes. All they did was talk about you and shoo you away. That's not Christianity. And I don't know who has messed it up for you. Ooh, I I feel some. I don't know who's messed it up for you, but I came here this tonight to tell you that all of that was a lie. That's not how Christians get down because all of us started off as somebody who was dirty and dusty. And now we are brought into the love and the wonderful light of Jesus Christ. Nobody on stage or off stage is perfect. We are all flawed. I messed up earlier. I was thinking some of all this crazy stuff. But because of the grace of God... I am able to step behind this desk and preach to you the truth. That's what being a Christian is about. Making mistakes, but then saying, God, please forgive me. Forgive me for having that thought. Forgive me for having that doubt in you. God, forgive me for making that mistake because I was thirsty out of my flesh. God, please forgive me. Because when you communicate that you were wrong... In a relationship, not a religion. This don't work in religion. So if you're religious, don't pay attention to this part. But in relationship, when you communicate that you were wrong, the person who you are in relationship will forgive you because you were honest about it. But when you try to hide it, no, God, I didn't do that. No, God, I wasn't doing this with that person. I wasn't trying to hide. No, no. When you're secretive about it, it's just building up a personality about you. You're building up a real secret lifestyle. (laughs) So then the proof of your residency that God was lived inside of you and you, you were a Christian, it starts to deteriorate because you are hiding from him now. Where you used to have a relationship where you were saying, God, please forgive me. Now you say, "Oh, I hope God don't find me. I hope God doesn't see my dirtiness. Oh, God doesn't see what's wrong with me. <laughs> Why do we think something is wrong? Woo, I'm... I'm Why do we think something is wrong with us that God cannot fix? There is nothing wrong with you. Hear me, friend. There is nothing wrong with you that God cannot tweak, cannot turn around, cannot wipe off, and cannot shine up. We serve a God who will pick up anybody and turn them around. So stop having the excuse of saying, God don't want me. Because if he didn't want you, you wouldn't be here. If he didn't want you, you wouldn't be here hearing this word. You wouldn't be here on earth. You wouldn't be waking up with breath in your lungs. If God did not want you here, yeah, Holy Spirit, I want to talk to some people who have contemplated taking their life because you think that nobody cared about you. Don't ruin God's, don't, 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 don't play with God's product. You are God's product. The Bible says in Genesis that he spit in dirt. <laughs> he, he, he breathed life into dirt, and it became us. If God, the God of the creator of the universe, said, poof, live, why am I going to say your, your creation wasn't good enough? Because I have listened to lies from my, from my from, I'm going to keep it real, from the enemy, <laughs> I've listened to lies from from suicidal thoughts. I've listened to lies saying, oh, God don't love you. Don't nobody love you, matter of fact. Don't go to that church. Don't go to Wednesday nights. They're just going to talk about you, make you feel any type of way. Shut up, devil, because I obviously have a lot of influence in this life because you keep talking to me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want to switch the thought pattern tonight. You got the, you got the enemy talking to you saying you're not this and you're not that. Guess what? That means the opposite. Oh, I must be that. I must be this because you keep saying this to me in my weakest moments. I must be strong when you're saying I'm weak. I must be somebody when you keep saying that I'm nobody. I must be. Because if you're talking this much, devil— it must mean I, I must be important to the kingdom of God. And you are right. You are so important to the king, to the kingdom of God. But all of that means nothing if you don't have proof of residency, if you don't have the proof that God is living down deep on the inside of you. Amen? Okay, let's keep going. Let's talk about this. The proof that we're looking for, the proof of res- residency, the proof— is the fruit the proof is the fruit look at the word of God I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit those who are in me God those those who are my fault you bear fruit you bear fruit fruit is the proof Woo. We have people walking around claiming they are apple trees, but yet all I see is withered branches. <laughs> they didn't get it. We got people walking around saying they are this, that, and the third. But all these withered branches on you don't look like you ain't got no fruit nowhere. <laughs> we have a lot of fronting. <laughs> we have a lot of people fronting, Lying. Claiming to be things that they don't even have the strength to be. <laughs> they ain't even got the, the character to be. Ooh, I got to skip down to something. Hold on. We, we, ooh, ooh, ooh. Help me say it, Lord. The fruit is the proof. The fruit is the proof. Um, I want to talk about r- uh, relational fruit. <laughs> I'm skipping past some stuff because I really want to talk about this. Relational fruit. Relational fruit. Somebody say relational fruit. Okay. Speak about us, Holy Spirit. You cannot claim, hear this with love. You cannot claim that you are a woman looking for a man, but your fruit is childish. The fruit you bearing is childish. Woo. You cannot claim to be a man looking for a woman, but if the, the fruit that you are bearing. It's childish. I know, it's super quiet. I'm coming back to talk to you, Anton. I'm going to do this every time y'all get quiet. If I say I want a woman, because there is a clear definition between a woman and a girl. If I say I want a woman, I have to check what fruit that I am bearing. I'm asking for a woman, but am I a boy? Because a lot of us are saying, I only, I want to date this boy. This boy is trying to get, I want to, no, no, no. The reason why you're getting the type of guys that you're getting is because you're dating boys. You're not looking for men. (laughs) Oh, fellas, it's the same. Don't clap too loud, fellas, because you can't, you saying, I want me a woman, but you act like a boy. I know grown men who talking about some, bro, when we going out, brother, I'm married. Who's we? I'm going to sleep. I'm going to see my wife. She just got off of work. Oh, bro, man, you changed. Yes, I did. You say a lot. I did. Tell three people that I changed. Because something has to be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Something got to switch for, in order for you to get the thing that you are praying for. Uh huh. Now, now hear this. Don't pray for it if you're not going to work for it. Don't pray for a man and then the Lord send you one and you start getting picky. Don't know don't don't, don't, don't don't pray for it. And they get here, you'll be like, nah. Because here's the thing. If you don't change your diet, if you don't change what you've been taking in, you will think anything. Woo, they're not catching it, Paige. If, if you don't change what you are allowing to step, to talk to you, to date you, and all that stuff, if you don't change your appetite, then everybody will look like they a husband. Everybody will look like they a wife. <laughs> You trying to turn a player into a parent. <laughs> he not dad material. <laughs> stop trying to change him into a parent. He a player. You trying to turn a harlot into a housewife. <laughs> stop, stop trying. Ooh, I want to talk to these fellas right here. I, right here. Let me, Because the fact of the matter is, y'all, first of all, is y'all okay? <laughs> y'all all right? This too real for y'all? That's okay, because I'm going to keep preaching anyway. The point of the matter is that, listen, quit asking for something if you're not going to be that thing. Quit asking for it. Quit asking to be a CEO of a company if you're not even going to take time to look how to be a janitor, (laughs) how to be this, how to be that. I was just talking to Antoine, uh, not today, whatever day it was. I was like, so many people, and I was talking to somebody else, so many people want to be seen, they don't want to serve. Ah, They want to be seen, they don't want to serve. Mm Mhm. Ooh, I feel good today. Everybody wants to be seen and heard, they want to hold the mic, they want to stand behind the desk, they want to wear the fancy shoes, they want to do this, but don't nobody want to be in the back serving? No wonder. We don't have no leaders because don't nobody know how to follow you have to learn you have to be able to learn how to follow good good leaders before you learn how before you're a leader you gotta learn what it means to follow somebody say follow you gotta learn how to follow before you can just hop out and be a leader we have so many people waking up in the morning saying i'm gonna be a leader i'm gonna be the boss and that's why everybody keep leaving your business because you don't know how to lead Everybody keeps leaving your presence because you don't know how to lead. Because you don't, it, oh, leaders understand that I have to love people outside of how they work my nerve. <laughs> people gonna get on your nerve as a leader. I can name five of them right now. I can, I'm one of them. <laughs> I get on my nerve y'all. i would be like, boy, calm down, go do something else. No, I gotta do it now. Leaders. You have to learn how to love. And if you're going to be a leader, there has to be proof of residency that leadership lives inside of you. <laughs> has to be proof of it before you become it. I'm a leader. I want to preach and I want to be a pastor. Well, is that gift inside of you? Because I don't see no proof of residency that is in there. Yeah, you, you want to be, you be a, a husband, but I don't see no qualities of husbandly stuff inside of you. You want to be a wife, but I don't see no wifely qualities inside of you. There has to be proof of residency. Y'all sure? Y'all okay? <laughs> Say amen if you are right. All right now, I'm going to preach. You have to have proof of residency. Is the Holy Spirit living deep down on the inside of you? Because if he is, he will lead you to the right person, to the right opportunity, to the right school, to the right job, to the right this, to the right that, to the right everything. But if there's no proof that he's living deep down on the inside, then you are asking for something. You're asking for a fruit that has no seed. If it, you say, Lord, I want this, but you don't even have a seed of it inside of you. How can anybody water anything if it's not planted in there first? If you don't plant it in you, and if you don't allow God to plant it in you, how can anybody water it, and how can anybody get the increase from what was put inside of you? There has to be proof of residency. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch, and it is withered. Y'all, stop trying to make these withered trees bear fruit. That We have, whoo, this is where we fall into a lot of traps. I want to talk about traps for a second. We fall into these traps of believing that a trait or a quality about a person is in there, even though they've never shown it to us. I wanna believe that you are this and you are that, even if you've never shown me that you even have the slightest bit of that thing in you. We often start with, this is why we talk to our exes, woo, because we are trying to turn a withered tree into a tree that bears fruit. (laughs) We are are trying to to say to this dirty, dusty branch, grow an apple. (laughs) Even though you've never seen a seed of apple in them while you was dating them the first time. Oh, I got to take my glasses off and talk to (laughs) y'all. Stop trying to make withered trees grow fruit. They're an ex for a reason. Past tense, gone out of your life. This is why we talk to our exes, because we are trying to make people bear fruit that they don't even have the capacity to do. They don't have the capacity to be a good boyfriend that's why they're an ex. They don't have the capacity to be a good girlfriend. That's why they're an ex. And I know Drake makes it seem like it's okay to contact your ex. <laughs> but stop being a certified lover boy, <laughs> okay? Start asking people, do you have any substance? <laughs> when did we stop talking? When did we stop dating people who have no substance? We started off on a good point. He was like, hey, he seemed like he this. But the good ones we think is boring, it's them, it's them fast ones that we'd be like, ooh,
1: I want to feel a rush.
0: <laughs> Go get on the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, I am so old today. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Go get on the roller coaster. You want a thrill? Go. Go get on something that will give you a thrill ride. Don't don't get on anybody that's gonna take you through a thrill. <laughs> okay. I know y'all like, but he fun. He got a bike. He got all this. Yeah. Well, is he gonna love you when you not cute? All the ladies like, oh, I'm cute all the time. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> is, is he? <laughs> oh Lord, come back. <laughs> Is he going to love you when that parent is sick? Ooh, is he going to love you and care for you when you ain't got no job, when you got laid off, when your family disowned you? Is he going to still love you? Mm, is, is he going to speak life into you when you're in a depressed season? Oh, my God. Is, is he going to pray for you? oh my goodness is he gonna pray for you or is he gonna go in the back hold on let me get my rocks and line them up around you so we can pray I know I know y'all be like I don't know why I keep coming to Wednesday nights and Pastor Lincoln be in my trunk in my closet in my car it's because the Holy Spirit said preach this sermon and I didn't even want to preach it but I said you know what you're right Lord two confirmations we're gonna preach it You are dating people who don't even believe in the stuff that you believe in. There's no proof of residency of the Holy Spirit in their life. Do they even love God? Because if they don't love God, they definitely ain't gonna love you. You wanna know why? Because they don't love themselves. I don't love God because I don't love me how can I be- if I don't love me how can I believe in somebody who loves me who sent their only begotten son to die for me no I don't believe in him so I don't love you I don't love me and I don't love you, you- quit dating people's representatives <laughs> they're they- they- interview ready person now, I want to see who the real person is who are you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays who are you on, on-, on good days and bad days that's who I want to find out I'm not telling you to run away from people, but read, read the room. If they, if they telling you that they are this, that, and the third, or oh yeah, my last relationship or my last re-, read, read, ask them questions that are important. How many of y'all want to be wives? All How many of you want to be a wife? You want to be a wife? You want to be a wife? Okay, stop dating boys who ain't trying to be a husband. How many of y'all want to be a husband? Okay, let's start dating some women who want to be wives. Stop going. Ooh Lord. Can I say that? Can I say this? Can I keep it all the way hundred? Just cause she pretty don't mean she pure. Just cause he got pecs. Don't mean he pure. And I ain't telling you to go look for somebody who is perfect and purified by God. I'm saying, if they being that, if they being loose with their life, don't go get loose with them. If they being loose with who they messing with, don't be go loose with them. I know this preaching is, is just like Get away from me. But you know what? Maybe somebody should love you enough to tell you stuff like this. I'm trying to love y'all enough to tell you that it is not worth your youth, worth your time, wasting it with these time thieves, stealing your joy, stealing your heart, stealing the time you could have gave to somebody who loves God and going to turn around and love the dirt you walk on. I'm talking about proof of residency. Is there any proof that they have substance in them? Because if there's no proof, I got to move on. I got to go do something else. I got to go be about my father's business. I am a child of God. I can't spend time wasting it on people who, who are obviously having living opposite lifestyles. I, hear me when I say this. I'm not saying stay away from unsaved people because that's what we are called to do. A lot of Christians mess this up. We want to get only around Christians and then all the Christians just having a, a country club. No, 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 no. If you are a Christian, you ought to be talking to some people who don't know Jesus, I'm just saying you ain't got to sleep with them. <clears throat> proof of residency. Is there proof that you are a child of God? Or is it just in your bio and on Facebook? Proof of residency. Just because it's attractive doesn't mean you need to eat it. The Bible shows us so many examples of this. Just because it's attractive don't mean I need to go after it. Relational fruit. We learned this in Genesis with Adam and Eve. Just because it looked good don't mean you should eat it. We learned this with with David and Bathsheba. He looking at her from from a tower saying, oh, I want to go. Don't mean you should go ahead and do it. Just because it looks good does not mean you should go do it. Well, he looks the part or she looks the part. No, no, no. I want to know, are you the part? do you have what? Substance. Somebody say substance. 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 I, I want us to stop being caught by all these snares. Snares are traps. We don't, I, I don't want young adults, I don't want grown people, I don't want nobody to be caught, continue to be caught in these traps that we willingly walk into sometimes. When Excuse me, when people show you who they are, believe them. My Angelo said that. When people show you who they are, believe them. You don't have to have to hold a grudge against them, but now you know how to deal with them. Okay, this is who you are. I know how to deal with you. Don't text me at this certain point in time of night because this is who you are. Matter of fact, I'm going to put my phone on Do Not Disturb so I don't even get your message. Does anybody have a Do Not Disturb ministry in them? Because if you don't, this is a good time to get it. Because ain't nothing open... Around two o'clock, but sheets and su- and other things. <laughs> okay. You up? No. <laughs> I'm asleep. <laughs> Matter of fact, my phone, I, I you should you can program your phone, y'all probably don't know this. You can program your phone if your ex text you, your phone will actually spit its battery out. <laughs> and it won't even answer. No, nah, I'm playing it has to be strong, it has to be a thing of value enough in you to say, I don't receive that type of communication from people. You want to holler at me, come talk to me in person, or talk to me when it's daylight. People show you who they are at night. Believe them, okay? Proof of residency. This is what resides in me. Lust. That's why I'm texting you only at eight o'clock. And some of y'all are clicking away them texts right now saying, he talking about you. Be strong enough in this moment to say, today I want to make a change. Today I want to be in the vine. Somebody say the vine. I want to be a part of the vine. I want to talk about the vine and the sycamine tree. Woo, my God. <laughs> y'all, when I found out about this mess, I was toe up. The vine and the sycamine tree somebody say sycamine tree don't that sound crazy a sycamine tree sycamine tree I want to talk about the vine first I want to talk about the vine verse 5 says I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing the vine provides the proper nutrients to help the branches bear fruit depending on what vine you're connected to will determine what fruit you shall bear If you are connected to the vine, which is Christ Jesus, you will bear much fruit. But if you are connected to a vine that is only going to make you sicker and sicker and angrier and sadder and more depressed and less value, then you will bear that fruit. And the people who eat from you shall also have that mentality, shall also have that spirit on them. But when you attach yourself to the vine, you can get the proper nutrients from the vine. Let me talk about the sycamine tree now. Sycamine trees do their roots don't grow deep, they grow wide. Oh, we finna we we finna go somewhere today. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all y'all ready? Y'all ready? We, we, we finna go somewhere. The sycamine tree does the roots don't grow deep, they grow wide. And because they grow so wide, they start to tangle and twist. They, they are known as territory trees. They reach out and take up a certain amount of territory. They they, they take up territory. And tonight God wanted me to tell somebody that the reason why you may be dealing with some stuff and you don't have proof of residency that God is in your life or, or in you is because there may be a sycamine tree inside of you that has been growing from your mom, your dad, generational curses. Yeah, this, this is what this is. There's a sycamine tree in you, and that's why it's been so hard for you to find a relationship with Jesus or with anybody, because there's a sycamine tree that has its roots attached to you. It has its roots attached to you. The sycamine tree, Luke 17, verse 6. I'm gonna read the King James Version. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the roots and thou planted in the sea, and it should obey it. The sycamine tree is a tree that doesn't necessarily grow deep, it grows wide. This, it takes up territory. There are some sycamine trees in this very room and listening to me. on Online, you have been dealing with this sycamine tree all of your life you just could not identify what it was you're saying why am I so depressed why am I so this why do I have this thing going on with my life why do I have these these panic attacks because there's a sycamine tree root that was linked to somebody else in your family that had depression that had anxiety that battled this thing and that thing and this sycamine tree has spread its roots across territory the territory is your family the territory is your heart your mind there's a sycamine tree that needs uprooted in order for you to have the right proof of residency the spirit of the living God cannot get in you because all these sycamine tree roots have spread so wide that you're looking at the roots saying how in the world can I get rid of all these things I have this problem I have that problem I have anxiety how could God use me I have this why could God use me I have depression how could God use me but if you know the God that I know in the scripture where it shows us if we have faith of a mustard seed I can speak to this sycamine tree and it can be uprooted and casted into the sea you have to have the faith of a mustard seed so you can get rid of that sycamine tree there's a sycamine spirit in here but I'm so glad that I woke up this morning I'm so glad that God brought me into my oh I feel like preaching now I'm so glad that God brought me to this time in this period of my life so I can preach about this sycamine tree there are some people in this room with some sycamine tree roots and they have leaked all over your family they've leaked on your daughter they've leaked on your son they've leaked on you they're on your mom you're wondering why you're having these thoughts it's because your mama had these thoughts. You're wondering why don't nobody want to holler at you or this and kind the of third and you don't see yourself as a person of value. It's because your daddy didn't have the same thing and he's tried, he left you and that's why you feel a spirit of abandonment. It's that sycamine tree. But I came to tell somebody that the sycamine tree can be uprooted if you want it to be uprooted. Does anybody want the sycamine tree to be uprooted in their life? If I'm speaking to you, stand up on your feet and give them 15 seconds of praise that God is going to uproot the sycamine tree. I feel the spirit of the Lord coming for sycamine trees right now in this room. I feel a sycamine uprooting spirit in this place. There are some things that you have went to sleep on that you have cried over that you haven't told any of your best friends, not even your mom, your dad, or your therapist, but God's sitting Pastor Lincoln here tonight to tell you that tonight is is a good uprooting night. Tonight's a good time to take out your hoe and start tearing them roots up. Am I speaking to anybody in here? I came to tell some people. I came to tell some young adults. I came to tell some parents. I came to tell some moms. I came to tell some dads. I came to tell some grandmothers. It's time to uproot the sycamine tree. The sycamine tree's roots has held its way over your family for way too long. It's time to uproot the sycamine tree. It's time to start chopping at the root. I can't get to God because I got all these roots in my way, but I found a chopper and his name is the Holy Spirit and he's coming to tear up these sycamine roots. Give God a hand clap right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. My, my God. Sycamine tree. Uprooted right now. Come on, lift your hands in this place. Let's give God a shout of praise, like you want the sycamore roots to be uprooted. I came to fight for somebody. You may have not had anybody that'll fight with you. Pastor Lincoln's here to fight with you tonight. I came to fight. I came to fight the sycamore tree. The sycamore tree. Woo! No, 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 no. Tonight's not going to be another night where you leave a place and you hear a word from God and you go home and continue to, to sit with the roots of the sycamine tree. No, no, no. Tonight is a good chopping night. Tonight's a good time to throw them roots in the chopper and say it is so that this will not be in my life anymore. I'm uprooting it now so my daughter doesn't have to deal with it. I'm uprooting it now so my son doesn't have to up deal with it. I'm uprooting the sycamine tree. Does anybody they want to uproot the sycamine tree tonight my 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 if I'm speaking to you I want you I don't care who's around you I don't care who's looking at you I don't care if you're at your house right now I don't care if you're listening to me online right now get to the nearest place where it's just you and God and get ready for the uprooting that's about to happen in your life if I'm speaking to you come to the altar we are about to wage war on the devil the devil has spoken to us and lied to us said you're depressed said you're not worth this said you're not worth that the devil is a lie 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 no 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 yeah everybody underneath the sound of my voice start lifting your hands start saying god uproot it right now uproot it i've held on to it for so long but god uproot the sycamine tree yeah 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 this is a good time this is a good time uproot it uproot it uproot it uproot it uprooted, uprooted, uprooted the sycamine tree is destroyed tonight the sycamine tree is destroyed tonight you're not going to get my daughter I'm going to burn you up right now uprooted there's no sense in leaving this place, hearing the truth and going home, getting in your car and barely getting out of the parking lot and remembering the lies that the enemy told you. No, 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 it's time to uproot, it's time to uproot, it's time to uproot. The Spirit of God is in this place. Can you feel the Spirit of God? You may not even know what the Spirit of God is, it's that feeling that you feel right now, shivering up your spine saying something is different about this moment. Spirit of God is here. Don't leave the same. Don't leave the same. The sick of mine, the roots are so deep in your family. How beautiful would it be that your daughter don't have to deal with this? How beautiful would it be that your son, hey my God, that your son won't have to deal with it? Uproot it. Yeah. You don't have to be the superhero. You just have to be the vessel saying, God, use me. Use me for this. I don't want to be Superman or Superwoman. I want you to do it because only you can do it. I have gone on for so long on my own strength. I've been saying I'll handle it when I get to it. I'll pray harder about it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, no. God, step into my situation and uproot sycamine tree. The sycamine tree, the roots are a system that's working against you. These roots are working against you. There's a system that's out to destroy your joy, to destroy your identity. It's trying to make you think that you are this, but the God, the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob says it is not so. It's time to shut your ears, your ears off from all of the lies that are being told to you. You not this, you not that. You'll never be this. This is not a word to make you go rah, rah, rah and say, oh, yeah, uh," God says I'm that. No, no. There's some responsibility on your end, too. You can't just hear a word and not apply it. You can't just hear a word from God and not apply it. You know what that is? Just clocking in to church. Just clocking into a job you don't like. Oh, but when you take what you have learned and you apply it to your life, things start to shift things start to change. People treat you differently. Whether it's good or bad. If you treat me bad that lets me know you were never meant to be in my level, in my life of influence. You were meant to be on the outside. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to love you but you don't have access to me. You don't have access to speaking to my life because I'm trying to destroy this sycamine tree. I'm not trying to build more roots. Roots of the wrong people. I'm trying to have proof of residency. When God calls on me, I want them to say, it's proof that I'm in there. I'm in there. But not only for God to know that he is in me, I want the devil to know that there's proof of residency deep inside of me when the enemy tries to tell me things that don't make sense that go the opposite of what God has spoken over me saying that I am chosen and those who he chose he called and those who he called he brought into his wonderful light. I am chosen. I am called. That's what the Bible says about me. So why in the world would I believe the opposite? No, 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 there's proof of residency. I'll start praying on a brother. I'll start calling out things. Proof of residency. Now here's the question. Is there proof that he's living in you? (laughs) I had to ask myself this. Is there proof? And how do I know there's proof? How do I use that proof, that proof of residency? God, you are in my life. Are you here in this moment? Am I trusting you when trusting you is really not easy? And God said, the fact that you're having this conversation with me, the fact that you're having this conversation with me, is proof enough to say that oh yeah I'm in there and because I'm in there I'm going to work on your behalf I'm going to move things I'm going to say to that mountain be moved I'm going to say to that sycamore tree be thrown into the sea because there's proof that I'm in there son there's proof There's, there's proof there's proof So tonight I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying it because I feel like the enemy's trying to whisper to some people. There's some things you need to break up with tonight. I don't care if it's a person. I don't care if it's a a, a thing, a drug, whatever it is. It's time to break up with that thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel something in me today that I just don't know what's going on in me right now. It must be the Spirit of God telling me that there's, there's somebody in here that needs to, needs to break up, need to break up with, with that mindset, with that person, with that past. The Lord says it was, it was okay enough to get you to this point, but it's not going to be able to sustain you. That person was good enough to get you to this point where you could hear what, the Lord, what I'm saying to you through Pastor Lincoln or through the people who have talked to you, but now you have to let that thing go. I know y'all have history. You and that boyfriend have history. You and that girlfriend have history. But God is trying to rewrite your history he's trying to rewrite your story will you let him will you let him i'm gonna be obedient <clears throat> Woo, father god let's all close our eyes let's just close our eyes just get into a moment just get into a moment because god's god's about to do something Do you believe God's about to do something? Do you truly believe God's about to do something? Come on, come on, come on. Father God, get us out of the way. (laughs) It's not the devil that's standing in our way. It's us, it's us. And God, we accept responsibility for getting in the way of your move We want to get out of the way. If he's not for us, he's not for us. If she's not for us, she's not for us. We want to get our history out of the way and we want to step into your story. What you have for us, get us out of the way. Every time I get around that person, I start yelling at them. I start acting like a complete fool. I start getting outside of my own character. Every time I see them, they make me feel miserable. Every time they talk to me, I feel worse than when I was in their presence. Remove them from me. But get me out of the way, too. Get me out of the way. I'm in the way, and I want to be out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get me out of the way. 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 Get me out of the way, God. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way, hey, God. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way, God, because I want what you have. Get me out of the way because I need what you have. I have gone on for so long going off of what I have thinking what I have is good enough. No. 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 I want what you have. Because what you have for me is so much stronger. So much better for me. Get me out of the way. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah yeah. God is working. God is working. God is working. God is working. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't want it. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. It got me to this point. I'm thinking that it's good for me, but it's so wrong for me. Get me out of the way. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. I've been crying about it, but get me out of the way. You want to do something for me, God? Get me out of the way. You want to bless me, Jesus? Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. My emotions are in the way. The way that they used to talk to me that make me feel important, but I know that it's bringing me down. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way so you can bring somebody who loves me for who I am, who loves God and loves me. Get me out of the way. Get me out of the way. If I'm in the way of my blessing, God, get me out of the way. Get my emotions out of it. Hey God, get my heart out of it. Put my heart in the right place. Get me out of the way.